Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Will, and I'm really excited today to have Brian Jenser on the phone. Brian's in Raleigh, North Carolina. He's the executive chef at Tap and Table, which is part of the Trophy Brewing uh, Group, and it's one of their outlets. And um, gosh, these guys are doing some amazing stuff. If you've been to Raleigh, you know anything about the food scene in Raleigh, it's fantastic food and beer scene. And uh, uh, these guys are doing some really good work. They have a phenomenal reputation. Uh, they've grown really well the last few years. And they just got through this ridiculous uh, storm that we had here in North Carolina, Hurricane Florence, that took its very slow time moving through and dumping rain and wind and messing all kinds of stuff up. But they got through without uh, any damage, and they're they're back in action. So, um, Brian, thanks for taking the time today, man. Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. So what's – um? well, first of all, I'll say this. I asked uh, Woody, um, uh-huh. I said, who are some folks that – you know, are really good at what they do that work for you, uh, that love what they do and are good at articulating that. And he said, Brian. So that's why we're talking, man. But what's, um, uh, what's your experience been in the hospitality business? Like, how did you get started in the, in the industry? Um, I just, you know, graduated from high school, just needed a job, started delivering pizzas, started making pizzas, and then I liked, I just like being in the kitchen. So I started working for uh, a hotel. And I'm originally from California, from okay. Huntington Beach. And uh, I just started working at a hotel there. And then the chef told me, you got to go to culinary school. So from there, I went to Culinary Institute of America, graduated, did two years there, and just started traveling and cooking all over the world, basically. So when did then, you go to culinary school? Uh, 2007. Okay. So, or no, I graduated 2007. You graduated so in, 07? Yeah. So in 2005. Let me ask yeah. you this. Uh, do you, uh, culinary school is an interesting topic for me because uh-huh. there are a lot of people I'll talk to that have been and they got a ton out of it. There's also a lot of people that didn't go to culinary school that are doing really well also. So uh-huh. like, give me your take on that. Or is it, I mean, like, is, is it as valuable now as it was when you graduated, would you do it again? Um, just it, your thoughts on on uh, on that aspect. Okay, yeah, I th- I think when I did it like ten years ago or more than ten years ago, it was valuable because it got me a jump start from just starting as like a, a line cook or a prep cook, not knowing how to do costing or how to do ordering or you know like pars. And just just the things, the math level of cooking and the management of it. So after graduating culinary school, I understood what like the sous chefs had to do, what the executive chefs had to do. But I just wanted to start from the bottom and work my way up everywhere I worked, even graduating. So like after I graduated, I started. I got a job at Momofuku with David Chang, and I started from the very bottom there, even though like. I had decent experience to start as a line cook, but I started as a prep cook there and worked my way up to lead line cook just just to learn everything from their 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 back their back kitchen to their front line. They should have you come talk, man, at these schools because you know the lot. I mean, that's such a great perspective, and I admire uh-huh. that a lot. I think I hear a lot yeah. of folks graduating; they kind of feel like they need to start at a higher level. But the the the, nah. the idea of starting there for the sake of understanding how every piece of the puzzle works is so 
wise, exactly. man. It's, what a smart way to, to go about it. Check your ego and uh, do it the right way. And it, exactly. I'm sure that's, that's benefited you a lot. Yeah, you can't have an ego in the kitchen. There's a lot of cooks that graduated with me that got a head chef position right at school. And now they're still at the same job and they still haven't learned that much, you know? So there's no point of just starting management. You just, you gotta, you gotta be on the bottom and work your way up. For sure. Way to do it. For sure. But I'm glad I went to culinary school because I made a lot of connections, a lot of networking, and it was just a good time. All the opportunities we got there. So. So I was pretty pretty happy about it. So you've had a lot of you've done a lot of different things and traveled all over. How how did you make your way to Raleigh and how long have you been there? Um, Raleigh, I've been here for about a year. I was living in California with my wife and my my toddler, my little two year old, and we living in this, we owned a small condo and we're like it's time. It's time to buy a house, you know. There's no way we could afford a house in Southern California. The mm. market is just ridiculous. So I put a lot of work into it, and I sold the thing. And my wife's best friend lives out here, and just to happen, the house went over from her, went up for sale. So we just blind bought it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we just went for it, and we love it out here. Like it's it's great, you know. There's a little of everything out here, so. So you came to Raleigh before you had the, the position at uh, Tap and Table? Extra. Yeah, I actually had a job for City Market. They were opening a restaurant in that area, but the owner fell through a couple months in, so I applied here and luckily got the job position here. Well, so Woody and Chris and the crew there are just really well-liked and well-respected uh-huh. in the Raleigh area. What, you, what attracted to you to uh, – to this organization when you were interviewing uh one the beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, yeah it was the beer and then two just after talking to them just their philosophy on how they run their business how very family oriented they are and how they believe in healthcare, and you know like take care of yourself and then your work you know so I really, and with a family, I really respected that, you know, so it's, and, and they just, they're just into it as much as I am, you know, they want to use local ingredients, even in their beer, they want to make everything from scratch as much as possible, and that's, that's what I wanted, and nothing too, like, high-end, foofy, because I've been working fine dining the last couple of years, and it's time to get out, <laughs> you know, I just, just want to make people happy and make solid food. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, there's, there's, uh, that's interesting. I mean, yeah. So you've kind of seen all of it, but, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. But you, you really like just the, the, the simple stuff, the basic stuff that people always will enjoy. Yeah. I like, like casual, casual dining, but done right, you know? Yep. Like proper casual dining where the front of the house service is good. The food, every dish that goes out is the best that we could put out. Just you know things like that to make people happy. Now I've been to, I've been to uh, the I guess the original Trophy Brewing and they've got great beer, uh, great pizza. What are you guys doing over at Tap and Table? Uh, we we do a full menu. We have everything from tater tots, loaded tater tots, poutine mm. tots to like an eight ounce braised short rib with Yukon mashed potatoes, um, onion rings. And then we also host a lot of parties. Like we, we'll do full weddings here, rehearsal dinners here, a lot of catering. So we we do it all. <laughs> we do it all. 
and we try to make everything in-house too so like on a friday night we could have a it's our restaurant's three stories so we could have the first two stories is full and then the top bar and the patio we could have a full wedding with ceremony oh, wow. and reception everything yeah so it gets it gets pretty wild but it's it's fun and we have a the kind of a small kitchen too so it's it's it gets pretty hectic but it's it's fun that sounds like a lot of uh i mean you must have to be really good at organization and planning for stuff like that to make sure the flow yeah. works really well and that stuff yeah, could get but, out of hand quickly couldn't it yeah that's the biggest part of this job is like yeah i can cook i can do ordering but just being organized and being making the cooks be organized and on task like hour by hour is probably the biggest part of this job because who knows if the party wants to go an hour early or an hour later you know you just or change their menu you just have to be ready for anything yeah so, for sure yeah uh-huh. um so, what uh what do you so you've been in raleigh a year it's pretty uh-huh. good good food scene there good independent restaurants yep um yep. good seems like there's good camaraderie there like a lot of folks doing things together helping each other supporting each other but also good healthy competition at least that's my take as an outsider oh yeah yeah because raleigh i feel like a couple years ago raleigh was such a small market and now it's just blown up but you have a lot of the the ogs like ashley christensen and now you have scott crawford just taking the game you know they're expanding their restaurant groups so it's you just got to keep up to their par, you know, everyone's trying to grow and grow and it's great. Cause we can host, like there's doing more events, like the thrive event they did last year was huge. And all the chefs came out for that. And then even with the hurricane that came in, like all the chefs been posting on Instagram, like let's get together do a fundraiser. So it's, it's pretty cool that everyone's coming together to help out and, and just not compete that much, but to come together and help out the community. Yeah, so. for sure. Mm-hmm. What about managing all these people? What's it like to manage uh, all the folks in the kitchen and different personalities? <laughs> and and uh, I mean, do you have sort of a, a foundation for your or philosophy that is for your management yeah. style? My my previous chef or my mentor, you can say. Being a chef is like having a master's in psychology and a minor in cooking. You know, you just you just have to know how each person's their attitude acts. You know, because nowadays you can't run a kitchen how you ran it 15 years ago, basically, because people people will just leave. They'll just they'll just walk out. They don't want to put up with uh, a tyrant chef. You know yeah so you have to you have to know your cooks know their attitude how you can talk to them and basically when to talk to them seriously because like i have some cooks that thursday friday they're so in the zone like if you bring up some random stuff they did last week it's totally gonna throw their whole game off that night you know so it's just you just gotta figure out who you're working with and just be just be on their level. You can't act too pompous. You know, you you gotta you gotta earn their respect. Basically, is what I say. Like here at Tap and Table, I started as a sous chef and then got promoted to a head chef. But they all respected me right away because I just busted my butt from day one. You know, so it's this is earning respect from right when you walk in the door. Basically, 
Yeah, you're leading by example. Yeah, and exactly. Plus, plus, when you've done all these jobs over the years, too, you, I mean, you literally can empathize. That's the other part of starting, going back. Yep. Your, like, you can empathize with what it's like to be uh-huh. a line cook. You know, it helps you understand yep. that role and that job and the responsibilities that come along with it from that person's perspective. And you, and you can never... Like there's nobody that can say, well, you don't know what it's like because <laughs> exactly, you do. Exactly. And so it helps to have yeah. that. It's probably a healthy perspective, I would imagine, as a manager. Exactly. And for me, like I I did two years in Singapore. So I, I worked there for two years and literally was probably was me and another guy. We were the only white cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's, you know, when people say, oh, minorities, this, man. Yeah, I was a minority too for a while, you know. But it's, I just, I've worked with so many different people that I finally can tune in to how, how they think and how you need to talk to them, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. I like managing people. It's, it's cool just talking to them. And it's like, you know, like they say, it's your second family because you see them the whole day. So, it's cool just to hear their stories and hear what's going on in their lives too. Is it, um, I mean, kitchen help is not easy to come by these days, is it? Nope. <laughs> That's why you got to treat them right right now because it's, if I lose one or two guys, I'll be working, you know, 75, 80 hour weeks. So yeah. So, so it's like, you got to treat them right and listen to what they say and want. Just, you just got to work with them, basically, you know? When you, and, when you bring people in, do you guys have the conversation? I mean, I would imagine there's some of this. Um, uh, the conversation of, look, you're, this group has grown from, you know, where it was when it started to where it is now, and it's continuing to. This is a family. You, uh-huh. you have opportunities to grow, if you're willing to, you know, bust it on the front end and earn earn it you've got opportunities to to grow here oh yeah totally totally like we have one guy that he started on fry the fry station and now he's our lead line cook and he when i'm not there the sous chef if we have to go do an event he's running the kitchen you know and it's it's only time before if trophy opens up another place or whatever that he will be able to at least be a sous chef at tap and table, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, and that's, that's our whole thing. Like I'm trying to promote within, I'm not really into hiring a new lead line cook or a new sous chef because it's, it just doesn't make sense to me, you know? These yeah. Guys, you know, that's how the, and that, that's a good aspect of the business. It uh-huh. seems to be changing. I think is like you, experience is fine and it's good and it's one thing, but man, the culture is like, I think people really realize that now y'all clearly do. And I think more and more people are that the, that family aspect and that culture to have that, you know, consistency and have people that, that aren't coming and going all the time. Cause that, that can really just take a bite out of, you know, the, just the flow yeah. of, of the organization, the efficiency of the organization, the feel of it. And, um, and having that consistent, you know, team of people to help foster exactly. that culture is like, massively exactly. important it's not something you can measure but boy does it have an impact on the uh yeah. overall experience of the gas doesn't it exactly and like our lead line cook he knows like if the owner comes in and orders his burger he knows exactly how he likes it you know or yeah what to do when the health inspector comes exactly what steps to take and 
to repeat that over and over, it's just, it's hard, you know, but it's either me, the sous chef, or him are always here, and we always know what happens if we have this incident or with that incident, you know, so it's like, it's these people that I just, I can't lose, or it's going to, one, make my life really hard, and two, it's just going to suck for everyone else in our working environment, you know, so I'm sure. And it's like, we even had a dishwasher that two months ago that got promoted to be a line cook. So, you know, I just, I just want other people to see these things that we're not keeping them at one position or one level that we're always looking to promote and to keep and, and hate to say it too. If you can't hack it though, we have to let you go, you know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's, I think tap and table, we, in the last year, we've really, we really found our team right now. So we're really, really pushing to up, upgrade the level week by week and just do better food and everything, almost everything from scratch too, you know, as these guys are learning. So it's, it's cool. Like none of my guys have gone to culinary school either. So it's, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, there you go. I mean, that's, yeah, that's why I, yeah. I feel like less and less people are these days, but they're still doing really uh, well. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's well, that's yeah. cool, man. Well, dude, yeah. Ryan, I I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the time a lot. I know you're busy. Um, it was real nice of you to take time to time to talk yeah. to me. Um, yeah, was, anytime. Yeah, dude, and I respect what y'all are doing a lot. Um, I, I really, y'all are a great organization. We're stoked to serve y'all, uh-huh. and um, just you know, keep doing what you're doing because it's it's uh, you've got a great uh, reputation. All of you do there in, uh, uh-huh. in Raleigh for sure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was, it was awesome talking about it. Just letting people know how hard we work for just putting out a burger or some tots, you know, but everything goes into it. So, well, y'all work hard and it's, yeah. uh, and you put a lot of passion into it clearly. And I can tell that from talking to you. So it exactly. com- comes across, man. Well, dude, I'm glad you're in Raleigh. Uh, and Thank you. next time I'm, uh, I'm up that way. I've got some Family and Carrie, and uh, I'm up there. You know, yeah. I'm definitely going to hit tap and table. I haven't been, so I need to. Yeah, definitely. You have my number, and let me know. We'll, we'll talk. It'd be great to meet you too. You know. Absolutely, so. absolutely. All awesome. right, have a good one, man. Take care. We'll talk again soon. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye.